Cross my heart, don't hope to die These highways I can't wait to drive Who knows where you'll find me Somewhere across this country Hello world, I'm back with another hike review. Today we went to Joffrey Lakes Provincial Park. First point of note is um, for a lot of these parks out here, the famous ones anyways, like Garibaldi and Joffrey and Chief of Stuamis, those hikes, you do need a day permit when before you go so that they know that you're coming i don't know if that's because of covid or what or just to know how many numbers are on the hike each day but um good idea is to screenshot from your bc discover parks account or whatever it's called the registration number because i went to joffrey lake today and i had registered for it and i did not screenshot it and when you get up there you don't have any service so just a smart thing um to do is not do what i did <coughs> but yeah that's uh that's the first point second is we left around 7 a.m to get to joffrey lake by like 9 9 30 so i think we got there by 9 30 we left around 7 30 after we went grocery shopping did like bought some sandwiches from the deli and stuff for uh cheap lunches and packable lunches and then um we started the hike around 9 30 9 45 we the weather was wet it wasn't like pouring i'll, I'll kind of explain but um there was moments where it was like cloudy and foggy and misty. There was moments where it was raining and then there was moments where it was sunny and beautiful. And we had all three weathers at different times during the entire trip or during the entire hike. But first things first is we went to the lower lake. So there's three lakes at Joffrey Lakes. We went to the lower one, took some photos there. And then it took us about an hour and 35 to get to the top. Um, that was with some breaks and some photo taking. I think the estimate that it shows and like the round trip estimate they have is four hours. With If we include the coming down and everything in terms of like actual hiking, I think it was about 253 hours like total. It's really not a hard hike, especially after comparing it to yesterday's uh, the Stuamis Chief, the first peak. Definitely much easier than that. Um, and like so much easier. Uh, we, there was a lot more traffic on today's hike than yesterday's in terms of the incline. It's really bad in like the middle. And then other than that, it's pretty flat or very doable. Uh, definitely would recommend because it was wet today to have like nice shoes, uh, at least some with some grip. I don't think you need it as like much as yesterday's hike, uh, but you definitely want to have nice some some nice proper footwear. I didn't use trekking poles either way this time. Down, I don't think it would have helped me today. Yesterday it did because some of the like jumps were pretty big, um, but today I was fine with no hiking poles. Um, the views all the way up are really pretty. Uh, there was times where the clouds broke and you could see the mountains. There was times where it was like all fog. Um, as we we're going up, we walked in through a cloud, so it was pretty misty. And then when we got to the top, there was pouring on us for like a second when we got to like the waterfall. Um, but it took us about an hour to get to the, I think, second lake. 
And then we took some photos there. There's a log that's in the in the water that you can kind of walk out onto and take a nice photo. Um, there's a couple little spots where there's photos too. Bright blue lake. We could see across the lake to the other side uh, for like 10 seconds before another cloud rolled in. And then we continued on to the waterfall. The waterfall is about 15, 10, 15 minutes up from the second lake. And then it's a really beautiful waterfall. That's where it was pouring. And then we walked up even further, another 10, 15 minutes or so to the third lake, the upper lake, um, which is the, I guess, the one that is the prettiest. I don't, you can see you're really not that far from glacier level of coolness, I think. It might have been like 100 meters until up um, from literally ice, um, or I guess we were 100 meters down from ice. Um, but when we were there, it was pretty busy. We went again early in the morning, so we didn't need to overflow parking when we came down. It was in the overflow parking, so it was quite busy at around 2 p.m. when we hit the decline um, or hit the parking lot at the bottom. Um, so it was about five hours, maybe four and a half hours round trip, uh, not including breaks and stuff because we did stay at the top for a bit. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought it was one of the easier hikes I've done on this entire trip. Um, comparing it to, I think, anything. Maybe the only one that was easier were like the first two in Killarney and like Mono Cliffs, um, which were super simple in comparison to anything even like remotely like out here in the mountains. Like those are, those are a joke now that I look back at them. Um, but in terms of being up there, yeah, just beautiful landscape views. You see the glacier, you see across the across the water, if you're standing on like the public trail side, there is a campground. So people camp on the side of the mountain. There's washrooms over there too. Um, there are, because of its, it's heavy, heavily populated, there are washrooms across or along the, the hikes more than I've seen other ones. Um, and then we were up there and we heard this like scream and, 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 uh, there was these two gentlemen that jumped in and Jacob and I really wanted to go in. And I was like, Jacob, I'm still down to go in. Like, are you down? And he's like, yeah, I can be down. So I went in really quick, got some photos and a video, went, put my head under the water. Jacob went in, went in right after me. Um, didn't put his head under the water. Kind of lame. Not going to lie. Jake, I'm going to call you out on this, um, on this podcast right here that you didn't do it. So you better do it tomorrow at Garibaldi. And yeah, just, I thought the water was better than Lake Louise, to be honest. Maybe it's just cause I'm a little bit more used to it or I know the shock value that comes. My toes were chilled. Like I, I couldn't really feel my toes for about 30 minutes because the first thing you put in obviously is your feet. And then um, you kind of got to wait in a bit where we were. So it wasn't the easiest thing in the world to do. Um, and, and my toes didn't really like it that much. Uh, but overall, super easy hike. Met uh, an awesome couple up there, Andrew and Heather. I got a photo of them on my on my uh, disposable camera. So you'll see that after this trip once I get those developed. I don't know if I've talked about it, but yeah, I'm, I'm just taking photos of the strangers, the cool strangers I meet along this trip and along this journey that I really enjoyed talking to. So is there's going to be like a collection of those at the end of the, the trip that I'm going to do. I think I've taken 20 photos now. So 20 cool strangers I've met from there. We went down. The decline was really easy. Um, saw a lot of, we saw this adorable kid who's like just trucking up the mountain, like maybe three or four and he's zooming along. Um, like really quickly doing that. He didn't struggle at all, like not nearly as much as the rest of us did and we're adults. 
Um, we got down to the bottom. We decided we were going to go to the Olympic Village. So we walked around there for a bit. I got a picture with the Olympic rings. I tried to find a Coke bottle. For those that don't know, I collect Coke bottles from around the world. Um, ones that are specifically designed for either the country or the city or whatever that they're in and that I've been there. So I have a collection of like 45 or something like that. I forget the number now. And uh, I couldn't find one. So that was really annoying. I know there is one from Whistler from 2010, but I can't find it anywhere. And I really... I'm sad that I wasn't able to find it on this trip or anything like it on this trip. Um, from there, I went back to Jacob and Nancy's Airbnb. They went out for a fancy dinner that they reserved like two months in advance. I did laundry and then I got dinner for myself and then I'm doing this podcast. Um, and then there I'm like house sitting basically while for like three hours while they're gone and enjoying Wi-Fi comfort and a couch. So that's really nice. And then now I am going to finish this, meet up with them at the grocery store in order to buy the some food for tomorrow because we're doing the Garibaldi um, Panorama Ridge hike, which is a nine to 11 hour hike. Um, it's like 28 kilometers, I think, over, and it has 1500 meters of elevation, but 1500 meters over 14 kilometers isn't actually that bad. Like that's a hundred meters per kilometer averaged out um, because it's up. So divide by two, yeah, 100 meters per kilometer, which is pretty easy in terms of incline. So I'm really excited for that. We're going to swim. We're going to take the whole day meeting up with a friend who's also going to join us from Squamish um, to go. Then I'm going to go hang out with that friend during the night. And then in the morning, I go back to Vancouver and uh, take the next day as that goes. So that's it for this episode. Thank you everyone so much for tuning in and I will see you for the next podcast, a review of Panorama Ridge, a really, really popular one, a really beautiful one. Apparently I haven't, I don't look up Instagram photos too much, so I don't really know how beautiful they're. Um, but Jacob and Nancy say it's great. And, uh, yeah, that's it for this episode. I don't think anything else interesting happened today. We were singing a lot on the trail into the thick of it by the Backyardigans. So um, yeah, if that is in your head now, you're welcome into the thick of it. Into the thick of it. There you're welcome. It's it. There it is for you. Okay, bye. Today I might just quit that nine to five and drive everywhere beneath clear blue skies and maybe I'll go on a hundred hikes. I pack my life in this SUV and may just travel endlessly across these countries. I hope to find just where I'm meant to be. 1400 hours later, when these roads have become home, I'll have met so many mountains, great lakes and every stone. I may seem far away, but just a call away by phone. Cross my heart, don't hope to die, these highways I can't wait to drive, who knows where you'll find me.